0: Welcome to the Postpartum Plan Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Fugere. I'm a certified postpartum doula and pediatric sleep consultant, the owner of Serene Moments, LLC, and a prior nanny and daycare manager. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about everything and anything that comes along with the postpartum period. I wanna be your postpartum bestie by offering support, reassurance, and tips and tricks. Many people curate the perfect birth plan, but why not a postpartum plan? Together, we're going to build your postpartum plan because everyone deserves to have the postpartum experience that they want. Alrighty, welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to start today's episode by putting a trigger warning out there. We're gonna be talking about loss and miscarriage today. So I wanna make sure that you guys are aware that this topic may be triggering for some of you that have may have experienced this yourselves or have people around you that have experienced this. Um, with that being said, feel free to take a step away, um, skip over parts of today's episode, or if you find yourself feeling triggered and are looking for resources, I'm gonna be adding some in the show notes below so you could check that out as well. Um, I'm excited to have Shannon here with me today. Shannon is a full-spectrum doula serving Cape Cod, the South Shore, Boston, and Rhode Island. She's passionate about helping families navigate pregnancy, postpartum, and all that entails. She started her company eight years ago and couldn't imagine herself doing anything else. She now has a team of over 20 doulas and newborn care specialists, and she's constantly trying to better herself as a doula in the community and enjoys mentoring new doulas who are just starting out. Thanks so much, Shannon, for being here today. I'm super excited to chat with you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, when I was kind of thinking about what we wanted to talk about and you brought up the information um, and different topic ideas you're interested in. I really thought that talking about loss and miscarriage and bereavement work would be something that I think a lot of people could really benefit from because it is such a prevalent topic. So um, I'm excited that you are willing to chat with me about that today.
1: Absolutely. And I 100% agree that it's a delicate topic, but when you think about it, one in four who become pregnant, will experience loss. So it's something that's in the community and we need to get more word out about where they can find resources and help to be able to support them.
0: Yeah, I totally, totally agree.
1: Um,
0: and yes, exactly. It, the The statistics are so high and yet people don't talk about it. And I think it's starting to become more talked about now, but it definitely is still one of those conversations that I think some people really struggle with um, sharing about and often only share when they find others are sharing and then they can connect with them. So hopefully this starts a little bit of conversation between people and makes people feel a bit more supported. I hope so. Yeah, so when I um kind of started looking into doula work, I didn't even know postpartum doula work was a thing. I didn't only knew that birth doula work was a thing. And then as I found out that postpartum doula work was a thing, and I was in my training, I was hearing about all of these other different types of doulas, um, and bereavement doula work being one of them. And so I know that you and uh, Cape Cod Baby um offer bereavement doula services. So I'd love to hear a bit about like what that is and what kind of that role entails for your clients.
1: Sure. Um, so first of all, let me start by saying I was a preschool teacher for 18 years. And so I've always been in the role of support for families and young children. And it's something that was very comfortable for me. And when I got pregnant with my first son, my pregnancy did not, labor and delivery did not go as planned. Um, you know, it was just my husband and I, I had never heard of the word doula while I was in labor. And then one of the nurses, who came in, uh, I had had her children in preschool and she had said to me, you should have hired a doula. And so my husband looked it up on his phone and read to me what it was. And I said, that is what I'm going to do because nobody should feel lost and alone like we just did. Um, So when my boys were young, I nannied and I started dipping my toes into the doula world just to see where I belonged in that realm. And then I dove in headfirst when they were old enough, and I started with doing birth doula studies, and I loved everything about it. And soon after, I did postpartum, and then I found out that bereavement care was a thing um, after my husband and I actually had a loss. And we felt like we could talk to each other about it. But when we started to talk to other people, we noticed them getting sad or upset, and we didn't want to bring that on to other people. So we were alone trying to figure out how to process how we can grieve properly, and there just wasn't enough resources that were available. So I, when I found out that a bereavement doula you know, was an actual career that people do, I took the course and I thought... You know, I might not be able to do this. It might be too much for me because it really is the hardest part of my job, but also the most needed. Yeah. Um, So what we do as bereavement doulas is we obviously will get the call last minute. It's not something that anybody ever plans for. Right. And bereavement work is a spectrum. So it can be people who are getting an abortion. And it's not really a choice they want to make. It's a choice they have to make because of health reasons for either themselves or the baby. It can be somebody who's lost a partner or a family member who's now still in the grief process while they're pregnant. Or it's people who have had infertility, loss of embryos, loss due to a miscarriage, and then stillbirth or infant loss. We have a range of things that we help people with. It can start by getting a phone call and meeting them at the hospital, and we are there to be able to experience what their birth looks like for them. It's very sacred to be asked to be in that space with somebody. Um, You, As a birth doula, you know, going into that space, it's special to be asked to be there, and this is a, a next level of that care that we offer. So we do everything for them that we would do for our typical clients. Also, we add to that, we get in touch with a chaplain. If that's something that they want, we can set up, um, you know, christening or baptism services. I've worked with a company uh, called Cape Cod, uh, not Cape Cod Baby, I apologize, um, (laughs) Angel Babies. And they collect wedding gowns and formal gowns and turn them into Um, small gowns for babies who are gone too soon so we can bring kits to the hospital for them to be able to have so that your baby is buried properly. So that also entails if they would like us to get in touch with funeral homes and make arrangements um, for the body to be picked up at the hospital, we give them the time to be able to grieve at the hospital. Uh, The majority of hospitals do have a cooling cot that keeps the baby's body cool to protect their skin because it's so incredibly delicate um, that they have a little bit of extra time to be able to grieve while they are at the hospital.
0: That's amazing. I didn't realize that there were so many different parts to the bereavement work. Um, I obviously knew about the loss and the miscarriage side of things, but I it makes so much sense, but it didn't click for me that you would be working with families that are experiencing, you know, loss outside of their pregnancies, but just experiencing it while they're pregnant, especially with partners and things like that, where it is obviously hitting so close to home. That makes a lot of sense. What does, um, the kind of support for those types of situations look like? Is it a lot of like, you know, virtual support where you're able to kind of help them talk through things or are you doing in-person support? So during COVID, it was really difficult. Um, and unfortunately, that was
1: also the most uh, bereavement clients that I've worked with because people were afraid to go to the hospital. Right. And so um, we really had an influx of bereavement clients during that time when it was really new. So early 2020 into 2021, we did a lot of virtual Care for them if they want us to be in person. That's something that we do. We also have to talk to them about navigating once they get home. So these families will go home and they have a full nursery set up, and the mother's milk comes in. And you have all of these people who don't know about what happened reaching out saying, When is the baby going to be here? You know, and feeling excitement and the family just kind of being frozen. Um, you know, in their grief and not knowing what to do. So we oftentimes would put together a letter to go out to family and friends to explain to them what has happened and to ask them to give the family privacy and that they will reach out if they would need help or would like visitors to be able to come and visit.
0: That's amazing. Um,
1: Yeah, I've helped families have to take down... um, Nurseries and put away clothing that they have washed and had hung up in the closet. We have helped families plant trees in memories of their babies, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and also, there are local, you know, remembrances. Um, October fifteenth is Loss Awareness Day, and so there are a lot of um, remembrances that go on. When you light a candle for the baby, and their names are spoken, and that's something that we really. Try to drive home is to say their name because these families um, sometimes people think that you're going to make them sad if you bring the baby up. And honestly, they think about their baby every second of every day. So, you saying the baby's name and talking about it is actually helpful to the family to be able to grieve. And also, they want other people to remember their baby. This this was their baby, something that was so important to them. And we also talk about milestones that are going to happen that this family is going to have a really difficult time with. So due dates that come up, first birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Um, bereaved Mother's Day is the Sunday before traditional Mother's Day. And so we typically will send out cards or text messages, just to let them know that we're thinking about them. And our support never goes away. It's oftentimes, I'm sure you've had it happen with postpartum clients. Mm-hmm. We step away and then months later, they can ask a question or there's something that they need. These clients, it's the same thing. They have an open
0: invitation. The support never ends. That's amazing. And it it really is because I think you, know, you bring up such a good point that They're going to go home and it's not just the at the hospital thing if that's where this all ends up happening and they come home and they have to be able to go through with those motions of the nursery and things like that. And the idea that you guys are able to write a letter to friends and family is so heartwarming because – I can only imagine how repetitive it must feel to have to tell people consistently, you know, what has happened and to kind of relive that. Not that, you know, like you said, you're always thinking about it, but, you know, being able to, to put that out there so that, you know, they can truly grieve however they want to and choose to in that moment. um, And being able to have the support there with them from you guys is amazing. Um, Do you find that, I mean, I can only imagine since I, because I didn't even really know that it was a thing. Um, it's amazing that you're able to provide that support, but do you find that a lot of people don't know about that support? Do you find that in these situations, your clients are finding you and hiring you themselves? Or do you find that, you know, a friend or a family member says, hey, like, hey, did you know this was a thing? Um, how do people often find you and and learn about this service?
1: Um, we mostly get referred by OBs or midwives at the hospital. Okay. So when it happens, uh, I have pamphlets at a lot of hospitals and it's not something that they leave out on a day-to-day basis because it's not something that pregnant people want to see, right? but they do have it in their office. So when these things occur, they're able to give them a direction to go in. Um, We've noticed also that family members will reach out to us rather than the client themselves, uh, which I think is amazing. And they're just looking for any sort of helping hand, um, you know, to be able to help the grieving process begin when they don't know what to do. And oftentimes family and friends will say things that seem uh, hurtful and they don't mean it that way. They just don't understand what they're not supposed to say.
0: Right, right. And that kind of leads me into my my next question that I had for you, which is, you know, if my listeners or listeners in general or people in general, um, are, you know, experiencing that somebody in their life is going through this. What's something that you can typically suggest that they do? And I guess in this case also, what should they not be saying, um, that they might, like you said, might be trying to be helpful and just, you know, they haven't experienced this before themselves or with somebody else. And so they just don't know how to react or what to say. Do you have things that you suggest that people do to help, um, the people around them going through these types of things or things that they you suggest they don't do um, that could help with the, the family that's grieving? We typically suggest just being there. You being willing to
1: be in that space with them and you don't have to do anything. Literally, it's being there and being a presence for them and holding space for them as they need it. Um, we suggest that you don't say things like, everything happens for a reason, or you're so young, you can have another baby, or this wasn't meant to be. Because as a a parent who has lost a baby, I can tell you that none of those things are helpful. You honestly don't care what the outcome was going to be. That is your baby and you wanted that baby. Uh, But again, we understand that people that are put in that position Don't fully grasp what they're saying and how hurtful it can be. And I can tell you those things stay with you year after year. Um, So if you don't know what to say, you can literally just say, I'm here if you need anything.
0: And I think that's something that's so hard for people in general, not just with this topic, but just as humans, it's so instinctive to try to fill the empty air. Um, And I've found even with postpartum clients and even just with conversation with people, when you're talking about heavy topics or things where, you know, the control is not in your hands and it's really about somebody else's situation, the silence is sometimes the most magical and the most powerful moments. Um, When you're able to leave silence, I find that other people are more willing to share about themselves. Whereas if you are constantly asking questions or trying to fill the air that people often don't share how they're feeling. And sometimes they need that silence as a little bit of a push to say, however they're feeling.
1: Right. Absolutely. And we know that as doulas to be able to sit in silence with somebody and know that is all they need in that moment is, you know,
0: it's priceless. Yeah. That's, that's honestly so, so true. Um, that's that's amazing to hear. And, and that, you know, those tips I think will really kind of stick with people um, when these situations do come up. So that's really amazing. Um, I would love to know if you have any resources or things like that for families that are going through this that you suggest to them. I know you mentioned the angel babies and um, how some doctors and OBs could obviously help them. Find resources, but are there any resources or places that you suggest or things that you suggest to um, people who are going through this kind of stuff? Yes. Yeah, so, nationwide,
1: if you are suffering a loss, you can look on stillbirthday.com and look up a list of doulas that are in your area. So, if you or somebody you know has been going through this or it's happening currently, reach out to them. Look on the website. You can find somebody and all of their information is right there. Also in our area, the Tears Foundation and it's uh, thetearsfoundation.org has a Massachusetts chapter that's really helpful. Um, On the South Shore, we have a place that's called Hope Floats Wellness and Healing. And they have an amazing group of individuals who not only cater to uh, families of loss for pregnancy and newborns they have support men's group support older children's group support that they go through it too and the way that they grieve is different everybody grieves differently so it's such an amazing program that they have there that really caters to the whole family spectrum Um, there's facesofloss.com babylosscomfort.com emptyarmsbereavement.org Postpartum Support International is postpartum.net, nationalshare.org. Now I layme down to sleep.org. And now I lay me down to sleep is an amazing company that offers um, somebody to come in and take photos for you, professional photos. Um, sometimes families don't want that done. Sometimes they say, I'll do it, but I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to look at them. And then We have supported families, you know, two years after their loss, going over to their house and looking at those photos for the first time with them. Um, So everybody grieves differently and the support they're going to need is different. So we really try to customize it to what's going to help each
0: specific family. That's amazing, yeah. And and I have heard of some of those websites, but um, I'm excited to check out the other ones. And um, I'll be sure to put all of those links in the show notes if anybody who's listening wants to check them out for themselves or um, to save them to send along to a friend who might be going through something. Um, so I would definitely. I'm excited to kind of look through those and add those to my resource list myself as well. Um, I I don't have any other specific questions. Was there anything else that you typically talk about when you are sharing with this topic or anything else that you wanted to share with the listeners about um cape cod baby or bereavement work or loss or anything like that just you know cape cod baby we do full spectrum care so
1: it is everything from infertility conception um you know through abortion loss we support birth. Postpartum, we do placenta encapsulation and Benkung belly binding, Um, and I I also run a a military wellness group on the Cape that is uh, really opened up my eyes to the needs that they have that are different, a little bit different from everybody else because the majority of them don't have family around. And so, um, doing my wellness group with them is, has been amazing. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, we want to be able to help everybody. And when I did my training, I started out thinking, like I said, it was just going to be birth. And then when I found out all of the different avenues that I could go, I wanted to learn everything. So no matter who is looking for help, we have the support for them.
0: Yeah. And I will say that Shannon has an amazing team herself. And as she said, like has so many different uh, avenues of support. So if you're looking for anything, um, I'm sure that she can find, if she doesn't have it, I'm sure she'll she'll find a way to add it to her list. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for being here and for tackling this bit of a tough subject with me. I really appreciate it. And um, I hopefully look forward to chatting with you soon and maybe again on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me. And I
1: really appreciate that you were willing to take this on because I know it's not an easy subject to talk about.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Postpartum Plan Podcast. It is a pleasure to be your postpartum bestie and I hope to have you back for another episode soon. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. If you're interested in more information related to today's podcast, or are looking for additional support in a postpartum doula or sleep consultant, you can find my information in the show notes or online at serenemomentsdoula.com.